and welcome back to the most unlistenable pod <coughs> in the whole world. <coughs> we're really going for that uh, that title. I feel like we're really pushing for it these days. Um, but no, back to what we were talking about. We, we were talking about like why they didn't pay double time in uh, particular industries. Uh, particular industries, particular like removals. removals. Now that makes sense in removals. Now, like I'm not saying that's a good thing, but. Uh, the reality is an industry is dependent on like what the industry is providing, whether it be a service or a product versus its value to who wants it. And it's like, well, and it's also availability. So it's like, when do, when do people usually choose to move when they're not working? When do people usually not work on the weekend, on the weekends, but we do lots of work during the week. I'm sure you do, but I'm sure you get a lot of work on weekends too. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So, I'm... Especially I, I, during school holidays. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know if it would be a viable... Uh, a viable uh, market for, it, for, for there to be... I don't know anything about removals though. Um, I'm just saying I could see why it's not... It's something you don't pay like overtime for on weekends yeah i mean overtime rates over eight hours sure but not not for like straight away yeah i do, I mean you don't have to have much knowledge to become a removalist yeah makes sense you just pick shit up you don't need to have much novel um knowledge to become a traffic controller either oh you need those tickets mate you need those tickets but yeah yeah but i mean if that's a 650 dollar down payment that people are probably not willing to pay to like Maybe get a job, you know what I mean? Maybe get a job too, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's the other thing. But to a more greater example, if you... If hospitality workers insisted on being paid extra on weekends, there'd be no hospitality industry whatsoever. Because that's where you get the bulk of your work. Exactly. Yeah. It's where you make the bulk of your sales. Um, like... Hospitality is an extremely tough industry for both business owners and workers, but the reality is is that there's people would be surprised the by the amount of people who make lifelong careers in hospitalities and make good money doing it because they get that good at doing it that like in terms of the service, the friendliness, the management, and the organization they they bring things together so well that they run such a tight ship and because they're willing to work full time, like they're paid like a really, really good rate. There are some hospitality workers in Perth who are paid just as much as FIFO workers. It's yeah. a very small... Uh, but also they're doing unbelievable hours. Um, well, Define unbelievable hours. Because I'm working six days a week at the moment. I am doing 40 to 50 hours a week in, in the bar. But, like, when I was on site, I was doing 84 hours. It's oh, like okay. I was doing... And I wasn't sleeping in my own bed every night. I'm not saying... Like, you choose the industry you work in, but, like, every industry has a give or take. I heaps prefer hospitality. I don't mind doing a little bit of electrical work here or there, but I heaps prefer hospitality over, um, like, FIFO. Because it's like, FIFO, it's mind-numbing. You're away from home all the time. You don't get to see friends. You don't get to see family. I remember the last site I was on, there were three fucked things about that site. I was the electrician on site. 
there was only one electrician on night shift at site. So let's say if I'm working on a terminal box, I ain't got another Sparky with me, I get electrically shocked, if no one comes down that tunnel, I'm fucked and lying there on the ground for God knows how long before someone finds me. Oh, good. A. Uh, B, there was no, you had to bring your own laundry powder to site. Like, that's fucked. People shouldn't have to, like, if you're expecting us to wash up, like, uh, like, clean and shit like that to work every day, like, you should be providing laundry powder. That's oh, fucked that you won't provide laundry powder. But laundry powder doesn't cost anything anyway. Then why not provide it for us? <laughs> no, I mean, it's free. <laughs> fuck, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just because you steal everything from the oh, shops. I never said that. Yeah, okay. And uh, and there was no internet on site anyway, so uh, you couldn't make calls. Mm. Like, you couldn't call home. Like, yeah, you, you couldn't get anything done, like, on site. It was just it was just useless. So... Well, apparently in uh, the traffic control stuff, you can go rural. Rural? Or, like, into the country. And do like two week swings or something. That wouldn't be bad. I'm not saying working. I'm not like there was a period of time where I actually enjoyed FIFO, but it was like it was it was it had a finite amount of time. I've been working in hospitality for a year now, and I could say I, I would say now that with the goals I have in mind and the lifestyle that I like to live. I think work in hospitality would be a much more uh, viable. Well, it would be a much happier career for me and I could be very happy on a hospitality's wage because like the other thing too is that if you stick in hospitality long enough, it actually holds much more upward mobility because, and, and not only that, hospitality experience can be, is a transferable skill literally all over the English speaking world. It's yeah. like you can, you can't take your electrical qualification to America. Well, you can, but it's like, it's a lot of bureaucracy. It's a lot of bullshit. It's, it's a lot of red tape. Whereas you can take your, like you can take like two years of hospitality experience with good references and you can take that to the United States or Canada or Great Britain and even parts of Europe and you can make it work for you very, very easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it's the same. Apparently, with traffic control, if you go to a different state, you got to do the ticket again because they got different regulations or some shit. Yeah, so that's that's what I mean. Obviously, you'd you'd have to do an RSA in um, in other countries, but an RSA is the easiest thing to get in the world. It's mm. like it costs like fifty dollars, and it takes half a day. And it's all online. Oh, interesting. Mm. Get your RSA. The registered sex offender. The registered sex offender. Of course. <laughs> well, have you thought about applying for that? It only takes half a day and you yeah. can do it online. And you can do it on. <laughs> yeah. It only takes half a day and you can do it online. That's, that's what you just said. Yep. It's true. And then if you become an approved manager, then like um, that holds barons everywhere else too. At least in Australia. An approved sex offender. An approved sex offender. Yeah. Well, would you ever consider bar work? Um, don't know. I don't 
I don't, I don't know if you would like it. I don't know if I really like talking to people that much. Yeah. Well, you don't have to talk to people all the time. But then also, I'm pretty soft-spoken, so a bar situation's bad. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm not so softly spoken. Yeah, because so. I mumble all the time. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. be like, you know, I wanted this drink, and I'm like... Well, you have to build up quite a a baritone. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll bring a megaphone. Yeah, <laughs> just be like, just be like your, your drink is waiting for you at the bar. <laughs> Table 12, your drink is waiting for you at the bar. That, that would be pretty great. <coughs> That'd be very funny. What I want to start doing in traffic control is like bringing my own deck chair and shit. And... Well, I feel I've seen traffic controllers do that. Yeah. Like that or if happens. I'm, if I'm really in the sun, I want to bring like my own gazebo. Gazebo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why don't, could you wear one of those hats where it's like the umbrella? I, I think hats? you can wear anything as long as it's like looks high viz. Oh, okay. You should get one of those hats then. Yeah. Have you seen those umbrella hats? I want to know where you get them. Are they what? Do they protect you from the rain or the sun or both? Both. Um, it was like, did you see that? Um, I, I feel like I saw a guy in Happy Gilmore get it. Okay. Speaking of which, speaking of golf, Happy Gilmore, dude, you have to come to the driving range with me. When it you is first so said driving fun. range, I thought you meant you fucking drive a four-wheel drive. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I mean hitting golf balls. It's it's mad fun. You would it's it, and it's actually hit like I don't know what the what a range would be like, an actual course would be like because I haven't done that. I just go to the driving range. But like hitting like a hundred plus balls over and over again as hard as you can, it's way more of a workout than you think. I woke up the next day and I was sore as fuck. Yeah, I guess maybe uh, I could get a big tire and hit it with a sledgehammer. Uh, you used to do that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. I want to get it in this room. You want to get it in this room? <laughs> yeah, so the whole house shakes. I'd I'm... love, I'd love to get a boxing bag in my house. And then I miss the tire and smash all the tiles in the house. Yeah, smash your, smash all the dildos up your bum. Yeah, well, it's true. Mm. And they'll hear that too because I have my megaphone. Mm. So, um, my ex messaged me. Which one? Uh, one of them. One of them. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. Why? Why did the ex message me? No, why is it interesting? Uh, because... But also, why did they message you? Uh, to apologize, uh, which is interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Apologizing is a real uh, predicament for some people, though. Like... Emphasis on dick. Yeah. But it not in every situation. Like, I feel like in some situations an apology can go a long way. But, like, when you've done something particularly shitty to someone and you apologize for it, it's just kind of like... Then you throw the ball back in the other person's court or well, your court or whatever. No, because if... Let's say someone's done... Let's say you've done something to particularly shitty, very shitty to someone. When you apologize, you're admitting that what you did was wrong. Yeah. Which means you knew it was wrong when you were doing it. So, what you're saying is that I can never apologize to this boss guy for missing out on the app. Exactly. I have to say, I didn't know and it, anyone could have made that mistake. Yeah. 
Anyone could have sucked that guy's dick. Yeah, anyone could have been in the toilet taking a piss. Yeah, exactly. But it was me. But it happened to be me. Yeah. Um, And and I'll ring him up and say that while I'm taking a piss. Yeah. No, but I I just feel like apologies uh, can be useless in some situations because all it it is is an admittance of uh, shitty... Of knowingly doing shitty behavior. Like, it's one thing apologizing for an honest mistake, but, like, it's another thing apologizing for shitty behavior. You know what I mean? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I guess an honest mistake can also be shitty behavior. I don't know how. Well, I'm missing this shift. That's an honest mistake. Yeah. 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 And they're not going to fire you for it. No, I hope not. No, I know someone who rocked up who... I I work with a guy who his... First off, this is... But then then again, I've come in three days in a row, no problem. Yeah, but this is... And you passed a drug test, probably. Did they Uh, make you do a drug test? They haven't made me do a drug test. Oh, they will. They will. (laughs) Um, They will. Apparently, you're supposed to get breathalyzed every morning, and that hasn't happened either. Interesting. Drug addicts and alcoholics? Uh, traffic controller is it the industry for you um but well, well, i guess you can be on drugs and be traffic controlling it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah. do they make them do a chromosomal test to make sure they got the right number of chromosomes well in? i haven't seen any people with down syndrome around oh right okay or maybe it's like one of those situations where like if you have it you can't see it uh what is this another situation like that like being asian oh okay right okay I, speaking of Asians, I really want you to keep flesh. I want you to flesh that bit out more about Asians doing criminals. Yeah. Uh, Asians doing criminals, Asians being criminals. I haven't really uh, done that joke for a while. It's a great joke. I don't know. It feels a bit racist, but. uh, Does it? Does it feel a bit racist? (laughs) Yeah. So, I got to. Why would it feel like that, Martin? Because all Asians look the same. Um, yes, they do. That's the whole crux of the bit. Mm. So, maybe you got to, like, switcheroo. Like, that's the assumption, but then you flip that. Switcheroo, lick-a-poo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you you uh, make people think that, oh, okay, he's describing Asians, he must... Switch some cum, eat a bum. Yeah, well, if there's cum in the bum and you... Excuse you. Excuse you. Mm-hmm. Excuse you two. You two, what a fucking Bono band. I don't feel like I know a single U two U two song. You ever hear like people go on about Let how me entertain you? Is that a U two U two song? I think so. Okay. Um, but it, it's amazing how like it's amazing when you get to the point how much you realise you're out of touch with popular certain elements of popular culture. What about Nickelback? I feel I don't feel like I know a single Nickelback song off the top of my head. If you sang me one, I'd probably recognise it. This is how you remind me of who I okay, really yep. am. Okay, yeah, yeah, I recognise that song. Da, 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 I didn't know that was Nickelback. It's now time for a different story. Suck my dick. I can't I'm take horny. It. Bust all over your fucking face. Da 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 ba ba ba. Da, da 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 different story. This is a dick in my fucking ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then look at this photograph. 
Look at this dick pic. Isn't it fucking huge? Keep going. But anyway, that's the fucking... That's Nickelback. Right, okay. Yeah, I would... I would not have known that was Nickelback if you sang it to me. I recognize the songs, but yeah, that would have gone completely over my head. Um... Someone's saying Nickelback is coming to Perth and everyone's getting real excited about it. I think they're actually all right. I, I have, I have no, like People no- People seem to hate the band. I have no hatred towards them at all. I just- I think they're just very generic. They, but you could say that about anything. But I think like they maybe they inspired or they were inspired by like a certain type of genre and then they spawned like a million different- like bands like them. Well, there's this there's this band lately. I think kind of like in comedy, how Dave Attell made like all these up and coming open micers have like the same cadence as him. Oh, do you think so? I don't know. I've heard people talk about it, right? But I could be wrong. I mean, I mean, Dave Attell. The the thing is, I only briefly touched on Dave Attell. I do like him. But I feel like he did not influence uh, the way I write comedy. No, but I mean, I mean, back in like the nineteen nineties. Yeah, right. Okay. Not now. Yeah, I feel like my main. I I feel like the three main inspirations for me in terms of like different uh, at points of comedy have been like uh, Norm Macdonald, Billy Connolly, and Nick Mullen, and Patrice O'Neill. But I mean, or maybe even a better example is, yeah, Patrice mm. or like Norm Macdonald yeah. have like spawned a certain type of comic because they really like their style. Yeah, yeah. But I don't feel like, I mean, I I don't feel like I'm much of a Norm Macdonald though. No, not really. Yeah. I love him. I love his jokes. I think he's one of the funniest comedians ever. But if... I I feel like I'd be doing him a disservice if I said I was anything like him. He's he's a god of comedy. Yeah, he's so did good. I, did I send you that video of uh, Shaquille? Oh no, not Shaquille. Patrice O'Neal in an interview with that woman, and it's Maybe. like um, it's called the Angry Pirates, where you come in her eye and kick her in the <laughs> shin, and she's hopping around going ah, <laughs> and it's like you say you punch a woman in the back of the head. It's called the Donkey Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the cameraman is laughing. He's like, "Why are you laughing? Can't you see this woman is upset and the woman is laughing too?" <laughs> oh man, Patrice O'Neill was so fucking funny. He, oh. he was like such an individual, but probably to his own detriment. Like he he was so in line with his true beliefs. I feel that it like probably bit him. No, I I feel like guys like that. I mean, obviously, we'll never know. And, uh, like, Patrice O'Neill was a successful comic. Like, oh, 100%. Because um, we're talking about him right now. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like guys like that... Are true comic. Well they're, well, they're a true comic, but in the long run, they become more successful because it's like... They're like trailblazers. Well, they're all. trailblazers. And the reality is, is that people do look back on careers and people do follow careers. People follow celebrities and things like that. Like, name an actor that you like, if you know any actors that you like. Or a comic. That's probably easier for you. A comic that I like? Yeah, that's still working today. I do like Mark Norman. Mark Norman. Right, okay. Perfect example. Now, 
you probably have been following Mark Norman for a little bit, it's safe to say. Yeah, I try not to follow him too much anymore. Right. You don't want to sound like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but probably when you first got into him, you backlocked him and you like like went back through his catalogue of comedy, right? Yeah, I was trying to find everything I could about him. Yeah, right. So it feels like so 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 people look back on careers and people keep up to date with careers. So I feel like guys like Patrice People keep up with their careers and then they reach a certain point where their audience goes, fuck, they never change their story. They always stuck to their guns. And then they hit some kind of new immortal status where they're like, oh, he this was guy's- always himself. He was always himself. He never, he never capered. Well, he never changed. He never tailored himself. Well, he- if you look at back at clips of Norman back in 2007 or whatever it was, he was exactly the same. It just less polished, like same type of joke, same cadence, same weirdness. Mm. You see that that interview he had with Joe Rogan, which is like apparently there's these guys born with this rare genetic defect where they come out of their ass. It's like those are called gays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy was a joke machine. Yeah, yeah, he, he like, and, and he's truly fearless. Like he doesn't give a fuck. It's also he's also deceivingly quick. Because you look at his pacing, like when you see him in interviews and like podcast is podcasting, I find is like a great outlet for, for comedy and, and writing in general. But it feels like he's always, always working towards a punchline. And yeah. Head. Yeah, it does. But it's incredible how like when he's, um, when he's in an interview with someone in a podcast with someone. And he sees the opportunity for a joke. He will take it, and he's so quick onto it. But no even hesitation. when he's even when he's quick with no hesitation, it feels like he's delivering at that same medium pace. Yeah, you know, it didn't feel quick. Does that make sense? Like he didn't. It doesn't feel forced. Yeah, exactly. Or like he's trying to be ridiculously funny. You know, like he's trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's a god. He's he's probably one of the he's probably the top five comedians working right now. He's ridiculous. Yeah, he's amazing. And his work ethic's insane. Yeah, yeah. He's He's on, like, every podcast ever created. And he's just touring 24-7. Yeah. Well, I don't think he has kids. No, not yet. Well, that's probably... That probably helps. It's like, if you didn't have, like... I feel like, I mean, according to Chris Pachullo, children are the death of ambition, so... Oh, that's good coming from a father. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, But, uh, no, Norm Macdonald's amazing. But yeah, I don't think you, you say P- Patrice O'Neill. It's like he did himself, like he kind of cut his nose off to spite his face in a way. But I feel like if Patrice was still alive now, he would be an even bigger star. Like, yeah, he was already big. Especially now, because people uh, seem to value authenticity over yeah. everything these days. And because also- there's so many different, especially if you look at stuff on TikTok, if it looks a bit like an ad or it looks a bit too well produced, people don't really like it. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is, is that if people can, and, and people would have tried to cancel Patrice, people, Patrice was saying outrageous shit when he was alive. Never mind and that this was day and age. years ago. Yeah. And people are still offended now. Exactly. So, so people would have tried cancelling him now. And I feel like he is more than intelligent enough and more than capable enough to withstand that. 
And because well, one, he never apologizes. Never. And he's like indestructible. Yeah, he's, like he doesn't falter, and he's willing to just stand by. He's he's willing to die on his hill. Well, you can hear him to- when when you hear him talk about certain things. And he's passionate. Well, he's not just passionate. Like you realize he's incredibly intelligent. Oh, he's for not. Sure. He's not a dumb guy. No. Um. So, like he has it actually. It comes from a lot of thought about these subjects. He's not just saying things just to get a rise. This is no. what he believes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's 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 art, he's an artiste. He's incredible. He's amazing. Um, I I want to see him like. I would love to see him performing these days. It's such a shame he died because I feel like he he would be a bigger, more famous and better comedian now than he was when he was alive. And he was already big when he was alive. He was big. Yeah. Well, he was a fat boy. Yeah. It's a shame he got assassinated. (laughs) It was an inside job. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, it was very inside job. It was, uh... He was assassinated by McDonald's. He was assassinated by, he was... Yeah, by grape soda. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Grape yeah. drank. Yeah. Was that joke that... Was it a, was it a joke by Amy Poehler? Or who was that? Who's that fat blonde bitch? Oh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Maybe she did it on the Charlie Sheen roast where she was like... um, Which is like... Uh, talking about the car crash. No, talking about his... Uh, um, talking about Patrice O'Neill because they were on the roast together. Mm. And she was like, um, uh, she uh, said something. Well, she was like, it's like when the doctor, um, it's like, uh, Patrice, when the doctor said, uh, you need to consume more, um, fruit and vegetables, he wasn't, he didn't mean grape soda. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is, look, you know, it was probably written for her, but props to Amy. She, uh, she delivered that very well. Yeah. She's delivering it better than I did anyway. But, For some uh, reason, I thought when she was talking about consuming fruits, she, he, he didn't mean gay man's asses. Gay man's that. asses. Well, that was the other funny thing about, like, I, f- I feel like uh, Patrice O'Neill said a lot of egregious shit to gay people. Yeah, but it was the time, you know. It was, like, people, least people still, you know. I, mean, I think it's all mostly harmless. Even on the, uh, this point. Probably might not be appropriate, but uh, on the work site where we were doing digging that, I say we, but <laughs> <laughs> just one poor bastard. <laughs> we were digging that hole. We were pregnant. Yeah, uh, they got they got through the day and they were like, "Good effort, boys. Good effort." You could probably compare like pregnancy to the workplace and be like, "We were pregnant. Yeah. You know, we went through the labour together." Yeah, uh, just the one guy pushing, but. Anyway, fucking, there was a one guy in the hole and they were talking about how it's a pretty gay to watch, like, a man fuck a woman. Like, it'd be better to watch a woman with a dick fuck a woman. Mm. Um, no, it would not be. I don't, well, anyway, I, this, I don't this, second that notion. This was the guy in the hole's opinion. So, mm-hmm. he was in the hole. So, he... Also, according to him, uh, dicks taste like avocado, so... Okay, that's interesting. But I was like, how the fuck do you know? <laughs> I feel like every dick would taste different. Yeah, maybe just the ones he's tasted. Like, because every every pussy I've tasted tastes different. I might put down a note for that thing of, like, we were digging that hole. Well, I say we, but mm. that feels funny. That is a good bit. 
Just you still so need long. to put in. You still need to. Did you write down the bit about uh, taking? I'm um, doing a course for taking a shit and doing a course for flushing it. No, but I probably should. You should. That's a good. That's a good one. You could make something from that. These are all just coming out in the riff. Mm. Maybe I, I'm funny sometimes. We're digging that hole. Well, I say we. Mm. Alright. Anyway, this is a big lull in the pod because I'm writing notes for mm. future me. I'm gonna send a dick pic to someone real quick. Taking a shit. Anyway, Alex is sending a dick pic. A prick pick. A prick pick. A pick of his a prick a pick of his prick. A, prick. a pick of my prick. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. It does, doesn't it? Sending um, a pick of my prick. Mm, a pick of my dick uh, uh, to the chick every day. Uh, and and then she eventually she'll give it a lick. Give it a lick. Yep. She'll come over and see my green eggs and ham as I jam. <laughs> as I as I as I jam, as I jam it in her clam. As I jam it in her clam. Um, Maybe I'm the inappropriate Doctor Seuss. Uh, putting it in her caboose. In her caboose. Gonna uh, cut loose, loose as a goose. Uh, we lo- must call a truce. <laughs> Keep going. No, I don't like to rhyme too uh, much. <laughs> too much. Maybe I need to start freestyle rapping. You seem like you would be good at that. I know some words. Well, I mean, that's the that's the first uh, that's the first like goal there. Of all like. of all the words, I know some of them. Some you know some of them. It do, it do, sometimes it surprises people that I failed year twelve English. Oh look, no modern English <laughs> classes. Uh, um, modern like English classes are, are useless. It's like yeah. I I I speak better. I, I'm a horrible writer, but I speak better. I when I like am seriously conversing with someone, I've better grammar with them. I read more. I I do things better than anyone I did in English class. It was just essays that fucked me, and it was like yeah, essays are weird because they get you to talk in a way that nobody talks like that. Yeah. No one at all. Firstly, I reckon the boy was good because of his ass. However, <laughs> if you look into his ass, you'll see he has a candle, and a candle represents wax, and wax is from bees, and bees sting. Nevertheless, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just keeps going on, and you're like, nobody talks. What am I, fucking Shakespeare? Yeah. Well, no one's talked since this way since fucking the uh, the born of the, the you know the time the time <laughs> or whatever who knows I don't know the back in the day. Well, yeah, but it, it's it's other things too. It's also what they're. It's also what kids are writing about. You're expecting like you're asking kids to do like a profiti like pretty profound thing like when you do a book study and it's like we want you to do a book study on this book. It is about a. Uh, it is about a child's. So so it is set in 1840s America, and it is about the son of a child of a son planta- of a child. Well, it is about the son of a plantation it's owner, about the son of a plant, and his relationship with a slave. 
And it's like, describe how this reflects the modern day world. And it's like, that's a very fucking profound thing for a high schooler to tackle. It's like, you get a high schooler, a dude, all high schooler dudes can think about is jerking their dick, Call of Duty and sport, and not necessarily in that order. And then chicks- And sometimes at the same time. Sometimes at the same time. And and I don't even know what chicks were thinking about in high school. I don't know what chicks are thinking about now. And it's like- <coughs> like, you're expecting a lot from kids who don't know how to do much. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on? You know what I mean? This makes no sense. Yeah, they have no perspective. So what, Yeah, it's like, but, why would you but, expect but I, them to tackle this thing? But I guess uh, the reasoning is to try and get them to put themselves in someone else's shoes. But you're putting themselves in the shoes of someone that was years ago. First off, kids have a lot of depression these days, a lot of anxiety, a lot of their own mental illnesses. Why don't you let them figure out, like, they don't even know how to wear their own shoes currently. Why not let them figure out their own fucking options? Yeah, maybe maybe what would actually be more useful is getting kids to journal or something. And Now, that's a good idea. Now, that could actually be good. And then grading it based on... Because it, it could be bullshit, but just the idea of like, well, one, br- like breeding honesty and connection with their emotions. Yeah. And but like but not only that, but articulating it, it you yeah, know, which seems the- more useful than being like, why did this uh, slave suck yeah. his own dick, and why is the sky orange, and all this, and shit? why did the child have the candle up his ass? Yeah, why did he have the candle up his ass? Oh, this is interesting. Have you ever taken your camera? You know, like obviously, you know, uh, shampoo bottle. As in what it is? Yes. What, what do you mean that you keep shampoo? Okay, do you have a shampoo bottle here? Yeah. Can you quickly go grab it for me? Can you just describe? Uh, I don't really want to touch the bottle. <laughs> Why not? Because I don't want to, you know, it's slimy. Okay. Okay. Because well, it's got like water scum. Well, it's it. like, this is interesting. If you, th- this is something I discovered in, uh, recently, but if you take your phone camera, and you hold it up to the very hole of the uh, shampoo bottle while it's on its side. So you got to hold it on its side for a bit. Then you hold your phone up to it there. It looks like a cream pie vagina or asshole. Oh, cool. Well, I don't know what it looks like. I've never seen the inside of a cream pie. It looks like a psychedelic cream pie vagina or asshole. It's interesting. So this is what people were jerking off to back in the 1990s. Yeah, there must have been. Well, like, you know that thing that kids did when we were like, did you ever do that thing? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, pretend you, there's a vag. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, with your hands. I remember my cousin showed me that. And I'm like, well, the, the other thing was, I was like. You're like, let me fuck your hands. Well, no, because it was like, I had seen a vagina at that point, And I was just like, that's not what a vagina looks like. That's not even close to what a vagina looks like. But it's incredible how horny guys can get at just the idea of a hole you can put your dick in. Yeah, I think yeah. guys will fuck anything. Really, I really think they will. It's like if you if you leave guys uh, on their own to their own devices long enough, they would start like they they would do like unspeakable shit. That's I think that's why they invented glory holes. Yeah, I uh, put my dick in a glory hole for the first time. Recently. Where was it? Uh, I won't say. In a wall. It was in a wall. 
Yeah. Was it in a toilet cubicle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to build I was a picture. A little, I was a little bit drunk. Uh, I think that's the only time you will do that. Yeah, I... Because glory is a weird word to associate with a hole that you put your dick into. Well, the, I didn't I, like it for a number of reasons. You didn't? Yeah, I really didn't. I would call it hole of surprise. Yeah. Or in, risk. In, in many ways, I think the experience was totally ruined for me because I was with a chick at the time and she was in the cubicle with me and... There was this hand by the hole, and apparently, if there's a hand by the hole, I, th- this is the first time I've ever been to a glory hole. But she's like, if there's a hand by the wall, it means they're waiting for you to stick something through. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she was like, stick it through. Let me watch. Like, stick it through. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, but I did this it. reminds me of the Scream movie where the dude puts his dick through the wall and he gets his dick cut off. I think it's the second one. I haven't seen any of the Scream movies. Someone said I should watch them. Oh, I don't know. They're all right. Well, someone said they're actually very fun horror movies in terms of yeah, like- Yeah, they are like- They don't take themselves very seriously. Which is refreshing for movies because I feel like the worst thing a movie can do is take itself seriously. Mm. Like, you know, when, you know when some movies take themselves too seriously and it's like ends up just being this giant clusterfuck of bullshit? Yeah, when the movies take themselves too seriously, like uh, 18 Years a Slave or whatever it was. 12 Years a Slave. Well, it's been a while since it came out. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Um, no, what was that? Uh, there, there was that joke that someone made. I forget who made it. Maybe it was Eddie Griffin. You know Eddie Griffin. Yeah, that yeah. big guy, Black. Well, he ain't big, but he's black. Um, he's a pretty small dude, actually. But he made that joke, which is- He's got the glasses. Yes. Yes, he often wears glasses. Um, but he made that very funny joke about, uh, uh, like, people were talking about Leonardo DiCaprio's, like, amazing performance in Django Unchained. Yeah. Where he was the plantation slave owner. And everyone was and everyone was laughing about it and talking about it and going like, um, that was an amazing performance. That was incredible. Yadi da di da. And it was like, and it's like I hope you all realise this man was way too comfortable. It's like everyone's going, oh, oh, how he was so method. It's like everyone's like. How good would it be to have the N-word pass yeah, and be able to record it and people say that was the best? That, that's the joke. It's like, this feels very inconvenient. This feels very convenient for him. And then he goes and sleeps with a teenager. Yes, he does. Leonardo DiCaprio does do that. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. DiCaprio suck. DiCaprio lick. DiCaprio son. DiCaprio. DiCaprio. DiCaprio come. DiCaprio come. DiCaprio come up my bum. DiCaprio kingdom come. Uh, kingdom come. Thy will be done. Anyway, whatever. But this is uh, this is how we're gonna rap. We're 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 changing the rap game here. Most of the rap seems to be related to come. Uh, and semen. She sucked my dick. I don't know how it happened. She fucked my ass and said. 
Don't you suck me off. Just eat my ass back there. And then I fucked her ass. She said, shut up and come in me. I don't think any of that rhymes. <laughs> this woman is giving me an STD, but I don't care because she's letting me fuck her ass. That also didn't rhyme. Not really, but I don't care. I felt, it, felt, it, it felt true. It felt good. What was it? She's giving me an STD. Oh, doesn't matter because she's sucking my D. Yeah, yeah but rap, rap and poetry doesn't always necessarily need to rhyme. I think what you're doing uh, would be an insult to poetry to say that it's... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, there's a big element of truth to that. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? That bottle might do. Can you pass me that bottle? I want to test something. That that purple bottle there. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, what is this bottle for? Uh, it's like deep heat. Oh, right. Okay. I thought it was just your, I thought it was just your jerk off lube for a second. No, I don't think it's even open. Let me test this. I want to test this. Maybe this won't work because oh, I don't know if this will work, but I'm going to try it anyway. Also, the bottle's not clear. The bottle needs to allow light through. Yeah, this won't work. Oh, yeah. And the opening is very small. Yeah, but that's the same way it is with every single one. Yeah, no, it's not It's not going to work, which is unfortunate because it actually looks really cool. Also, my camera phone's very shitty. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, what about... Our new rap careers. I've been looking to give this book to someone. Do you want this? Easy ways to stop smoking. His method is absolutely unique. I don't need this. Don't you smoke? Not really. I don't buy cigarettes. A bum smokes, but um, I bought like I bought I buy like one bag of tobacco, and it lasts me a year. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a weird relationship with smoking because it's like I don't know. If people like smoke cigarettes to take stress away or things like that. I smoke cigarettes because. Like, I want to feel bad. So, for me, it's kind of like a form of self-harm, which I don't feel like doing. And I'm not, like... I don't like I don't want to deal with, like, the fucking... Uh, the looks that cuts on your arms will get you. So, I just smoke cigarettes instead. Because, well, well, I smoke tobacco from pipe. Um, which is much easier to, like, deal with, I guess. And so, yeah. It's just, like... I, I do it to feel shitty, basically. Oh, well, I'll, I'll end up giving this book away one day. You know who you should give it to? Hey. Sean Frenero. Oh, yeah, he might. Because he's trying to quit. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, I, got, I saw it one day in an op shop, and I'm like, yeah, this will be handy for someone. Right. Okay. And then I looked up reviews, and they're quite good. So. Uh, oh, this is interesting. You know what? I meant? There was this. Um, there was this. Uh, place I believe in Hollywood in, in in California, where they could guarantee you they could get you to quit any substance from cigarettes to alcohol to hardcore drugs. Is it like hypnosis? No, no, no. The form of therapy was always different depending on the person, and depending on the. Uh, um... What about row hypnosis? No, I don't know that one. No, um, this sounds like rohypnol. Well, Dick Van Dyke was talking about it. Now, do you know who Dick Van Dyke is? Can't say that word anymore. Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> what, Dick or Dyke? No, I know which one. Um, but, uh, no, Van. 
Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. You know, women get in my van. And then they're never let out again. Um, no, they get let out. After you've taken their clothes away. At an undisclosed location. At an undis- yeah. Yeah. And when they're not breathing anymore. Well, anyway, what we, what's this Dick Dyke? Well, Dick Van Dyke wanted to quit smoking. Right? And apparently, like, he he really wanted to- <laughs> What are you laughing at? No, you said quit smoking and then Dick and Dyke. And I thought it was because people kept calling him a fag. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not quite. <laughs> it's a good image. Um, Dick Van Dyke. Because D- the double entendre. Dick Van Dyke was the guy who played. He played the chimney sweep dude in Mary Poppins. Oh yeah, chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chimney. I don't know which one it is. Uh, but. I'm going to stick my penis where you poo. Uh, now get on your knees and please suck me. Yeah, that's better. Oh, blow my dick. Do-do-do. I think the problem is, is that he's singing this to the kids. Let but... me fuck you too. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, uh, he wanted to quit smoking and this center said, we're going to help you quit smoking. This center? Or this, this I, I don't know, this treatment facility. Oh, I thought you meant it like a fucking man horse. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, You've come to the forest to be healed. Uh, to be healed, my child. Dick Van Dyke, you've come to be healed. Yes. Now stick your dick in this dyke. <laughs> and now you shall be dubbed Dick Van Dyke for life. Um, I don't know why the centaur sounds old and creepy. Like Emperor Palpatine? Yeah. Um, do it. Do it. Do it. Stick your dick in this dyke. And now you shall be known as Dick Van Dyke. I don't know, anyway, but fucking, no, I'll tell you later. It's really doesn't. <laughs> anyway, the way they treated him was uh, um, they stuck him in this thing, which was like a telephone booth. And it was like one of those old London telephone booths where there's like a door into it. And like, it's, yeah, it's completely surrounded by glass. And then they filled up to his chest with sand. Up to his chest with sand. And then they had like a small filtration system into the thing. So he could get enough oxygen to breathe, but it tasted like stale, not fresh air. So it was like, it, was, it, it wasn't going to feel great. And then they gave him a 50 pack of smokes. And then they were like, you are, you are not allowed to leave this container until you smoke the entire pack. He was like, Okay. He smoked the entire pact and he was, and then they were like, and, and yeah, in the interview he was talking about, this was awful. It felt disgusting. It felt gross smoking this thing. I finished the pack. They let me out. And then they were like, um, and then they were like, how do you feel? And it's like, that's awful. I feel disgusting. Can I please have a smoke? <laughs> so yeah, it didn't work anyway. And then they gave him back his money. Oh. Yeah. Because it didn't work. Because centaurs have great honor. Unababu, very unababu creatures. And they're all Asian. Yes, yes, exactly. Of the, well, now we're just demonstrating my uh, voice acting ability. No, well, that, it's to counteract because uh, centaurs have the horse dick, but then Asians balance it out. Oh, an Asian centaur. Yeah. And he's just got like... A regular dick. He's, he's got a penis like a, like a, like a dog. 
Well, it's halfway. Halfway, right. Okay. So it's still big by human standards, but small by horse standards. Yeah, the horses are disappointed. Right. Okay. Interesting. But the women love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's probably doable for them because if they were fucked by a horse's dick, they'd probably die. They'd dick van die. Dick van die. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting theory. I'm a. I'm gonna put that. Would would Asian horses have small dicks? Asian horses I'm or Asian put, centaurs? Asian centaurs. Because yeah. the centaur is like a half man, half horse. I'm gonna put that on Twitter later. Do you think someone will cry out racism? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I think anything you put on the internet, someone's going to cry out racism. Well, we've said egregious shit on here before. You know the funniest thing uh, a few weeks ago when I mentioned the uh, podcast review system? Uh, so, how we had 12 reviews? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so something something very funny happened. Um, <laughs> What'd they say? Well, we got more reviews. Oh, excellent. Yeah. But we, they're all negative. Well... We went from four point three. We went four point. We went from four point three stars at twelve reviews, and then we got sixteen reviews. Oh my god! Sixteen more, or up no, to sixteen. So up to sixteen. Oh, so. And then we went down to three point four. Oh, brilliant! But then we then we had tw- then we got to twenty one reviews, and we're back up to three point eight. So well, it's interesting. So, but the, we only mentioned that right at the end of the episode. Yeah, so they listened to the whole thing and decided this sucks. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But also, this like the most they didn't what, listen to like a different. They must have been listening for a while. Yeah, and then they just, they've been they are the most loyal listeners we have, and they but hate it's like, the pod. But it's like self harm. Yeah, it's listening like, to this pod. Uh, yeah. Keep listening to it, guys. It gets better. Uh. It might not. Not necessarily. Well, not better for them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But better for me in the knowledge that they are suffering, you know. (laughs) There is something beautiful in knowing that someone's not having a good time. And you're not having to do anything out of your way to make it... Like, because that person is obviously uh, unaligned with your values. Yeah. But they really struggle to comprehend that you're okay with that. Yeah, it's like, it's 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 incredible to think like um, like have you ever come across someone and like they learn something about you like I don't know maybe they learn that you don't believe in God or maybe they learn you do believe in God or maybe mm. they learn you they they learn something about you which is like um, which is egregious to them and they can't wrap their head around it like. You believe in God or you don't believe in God? It's I don't understand this. You believe in the boy that has a candle in his eye? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And why? And and but like you're at peace with it and you don't feel the need to argue about it. What do you mean like, your ass, your backs on your dick? Or, your backs on your dick. Your, your dicks but, on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your favourite place to bust on a on a chick? Uh, in her eye. In her eye, dude. Been there, done that. Uh, who hasn't had a bit of bust in their eye? Have you ever like a breast? Sorry, a bear? A breast is a bust. A breast is a bust. No, yeah. I mean nutting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, the nutcracker. The nutcracker. Um, but what were we talking about? Busting. Busting. I still find it so funny how. We went from 12 reviews, 4.3, to 16 and 3.4. Like, 
It is pretty funny. It but is. We, we have warned everyone at the start of every episode that this pod sucks. Yeah. So, I love we you all equally. Dis- yeah. Thank you for listening. And you know what? Our listenership is still going up. That makes no sense. No, it really doesn't. It's like, we're not viral yet, but we've just had this, like, annoyingly steady growth of listeners. Well, you know what? I don't understand it and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It would be funny if we just blew up into just a, a massive podcast. Yeah, it's a traffic control podcast. A traffic control podcast. I'd love to rename it that. If you wanted to rename this podcast into the traffic control podcast, I'd consider that. Well, I'm keeping the logo, but <laughs> I am, uh, I'd change it. And then name. we just make the penguin hold a stop slow sign. Yep. Yep. I'm okay with that. And then the the anal beads become a radio as well on the end. No, I just want to keep the anal beads as is. Oh, well, then a radio on the other side of his mm. chest. I have often considered about changing the name of the pod. To actually professional degenerates? No, no, not not that. i just considering. I like the name and I like the, sp- the fact that we kept the spelling mistake for the joke. Well, how the fuck are people even finding it? If Because it's tough to find. I find it. I found it hard to find because it's spelt wrong. Yeah, I know. And I'm bad at spelling things incorrectly. Well, here's the thing. I, it, 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 it is now becoming... But there may be the type of people that accidentally find it because they can't spell are our listeners. Ooh, yeah. So, that is... That's great. That's awesome. <coughs> but I was talking to someone and that- they were they were like... I was talking to these two people... And one of them knew me and uh, they were like, oh, I listened to your pod, yada, yada, yada. Now, I knew this person, like, personally, not very well. We're not friends, but I knew all of them. Oh, thank you for listening to their pod. And their friend goes, oh, you have a pod? And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, let me listening to it. I love listening to pods. And so, they give me their phone to search on Spotify. Here's, and they it at one star. Well, here's how we get away with it. Here's how we get away with the trick of it, right? They get up, t- they type it in, pro... Fess E, so right before the anal. Yeah. By the time you get to profess, so before you type the I, it's already there oh, in the okay. search of Spotify. It's there. Our logo is there. It's oh, interesting. So like, like people don't need to make the spelling mistake to find it anymore. Oh, so it's it's popular enough. Yeah, it's popular enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's at an annoyingly fringe level of popular. Yeah. Cool, man. No, it's not. It's not cool at all. Oh, it's, well, it's not cool then. It's it's the most unlistenable podcast in the world. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I wouldn't listen to it. I would never listen to this. It's such bullshit what we talk about. Oh, well. What do we usually talk about? We usually sing a, <laughs> sing a gay song or say a gay poem. Um, Maybe people like that kind of thing. Yeah, look, it, it can be fun. Um, we talk about news from the week, things I've heard, stories I've heard, stories you've heard, funny things that have happened to you. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty much all we talk about. Yeah. Just catch up on what happened in the week and then we move on. Occasionally have a guest on to break up our bullshit. Yeah. I think that's where it'd be cool having, uh, like the guest names in the episode so you know which ones are just us and which ones are the guests. So you can you can tune out for one of the ones that are just us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it I didn't maybe we have different listeners that like different things. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, I like to 
imagine that not all of our viewers or listeners have the same mental illnesses. Yeah, mm. just like everyone in the world. Yeah, just like everyone in the world. Everyone's got different mental illness. Mm. Everyone's got different STDs. Have you ever had an STD? No, I don't think so. Have you ever had an STD scare? Um, no. No? Have you ever had a baby scare? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, juicy. Tell me the details. No, that, yeah, it was scary for a time, but then it wasn't. Why? Because she got rid of it or? Uh, I think it was miscarried. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. But also, I don't think it was mine. Oh, okay. This just gets interesting. I've learned more and more about you every day. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and then I'd put her in my van and the rest is history. <laughs> Oh, God. And to think last episode, we were just like, yeah, so my parents are divorced. Oh, that's sad. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's another band that we never... Uh, what's another popular band? But yeah, I, I was Linkin talking- Park. What's a Linkin Park song? Crawling in my crawl. These crawls, they will not crawl. No, nah, don't know. <laughs> There's different lyrics, but... right. Or like, in the end, it starts with one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Okay, Keep that yeah, yeah, in yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All yep. that I know. Yep. Okay. Time is a valuable thing. Watch you fly by as the pendulum swings. I um, I feel like I know a few Foo Fighter songs. Yeah, The Pretender. Mm-hmm. Uh, there goes my hero. That's Foo Fighters, right? There goes, goes my, my hero. Watch him as he blows my fucking dick. Watch me as I burst. Um, that's true. But um, that's yeah. Like, does it ever like shock you how? Because I feel like comedians have to be in touch with a certain level of popular culture, but does it ever shock you how much out of touch you are with popular culture? As in, are you also feeling out of touch or I'm just specifically out of touch? Well, I'm very out of touch. How out of touch do you feel at times? I don't know. Well, I only heard about the submarine thing because it's so in the news. It's on TikTok everywhere. Yeah. I wouldn't have heard about it any other way. Yeah. So, it's only because it's on social media that I even heard about it. I feel like all news starts with it starts on the news... Old people watch it. Old people tell the young kids. people and kids make memes of it. Yeah, if it's interesting. Yeah, if it's interesting. So, thank you to the kids who make the memes because those are the ones who are actually getting the word out there. Mm. And then if people find it further interesting, then they do more reading on it. Yeah, um, me- memes are the future of news. They really are. And not only that, I feel like memes are more honest and give off more information than any news bulletin I've watched. Yeah, because memes are like usually a joke, and then if you have a laugh, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, check it out." Yeah, well, yeah. Um, you know, funny thing about news, like they have uh, they have three newspapers every day at, at my work, so they they just pop them on like various cafe tables, and they just like leave them there, and people read them if they want. So I've been getting into the crossword. <laughs> have you ever read? Have you read a newspaper recently? No. I picked one up that came in and there was a comic there was a comic inside I, I took a picture of it and the and the comic said 
it's like it's like a shitty drawn picture. No, but, but, but the panel in the top middle made me laugh. Okay. Because the panel says... This marijuana toasty is far out, dude. No, not that one. The next one. Yeah. This is meth. This meth is no good. I don't feel like hitting you. What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. I just want to read the... Can I read this to entire people? So, I know it's a comic, but... I don't think the rest is that funny, but I think that (laughs) panel made me laugh. So, I took a picture of it. How Pete... Hold on. How people in the northern burbs think uh, Frio people live. And it's like breakfast... This is this marijuana toasty is far out. I dude. just thought the whole idea of this meth sucks. So I don't even feel like bashing. Yeah, it. I don't even feel like I know. And it is it's a dude saying that to his girlfriend, and that's that the meth is for lunch, dinner. These mushies are really potent. I got so high I mixed in some toadstools. <laughs> oh God, how Frio people really live. Don't forget baby's yoga class, doggy daycare. Your um. Yeah. And your Pilates and walkies. Yeah, it's not really that funny. But that middle one, it was really good. Like, this I, meth is no good. I don't even feel like bashing you. <laughs> oh, that's actually funny. Yeah. Like, props to that drawer. Like, props to the person who came up with that. Like, Yeah, well, it'll probably uh, never be remembered. But it'll be remembered by me. Yeah. Look, it's it's funny whether you like it or not. I occasionally glance at the front of them. Uh, at the at the front of newspapers. But I I mostly read it because I saw a like a video on Instagram of Bill Burr saying that whenever he's got writer's block, he'll read things he doesn't usually read to like jog like his inspiration or get like different angles on something that he wouldn't normally think. Yeah, I remember hearing that. And um, so you just read like a woman's magazine or like some fucking motorbike magazine yeah. or something and he's like well because it's a different perspective of what he normally sees yeah i i totally get that and i totally agree with that because i've done the same thing otherwise you only ever get information from your circle yeah and then you become very narrow-minded uh, um my problem is is that i find i get loads and loads of come oh, well yes um uh but I get loads and loads of ideas, loads and loads of premises. I'm very good at fleshing them out in my brain, but very lazy about fleshing them out on paper. So, yeah. I find I never get more productive in terms of writing than I do on the day of a show. It's like the day of a show I'm at, and that's probably not a good thing. Yeah, I should probably. I, I put off a lot of my writing until there's like a show coming or something. Mm. Otherwise, I'm like, there's no reason. Yeah. I don't know. I need a change, basically. Um, I think it's what I want to do is just set a time at night. I'll, maybe I'll just start tonight where just like it hits seven and then you'll build this habit where you're like, I'll, just, I'll write something. It doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. Just write one. Just just work on. Just write out an opinion. Yeah. Just just take one page, write down one the idea for one joke and then just use the but rest of the page It doesn't even have to be a out. joke because if you find how you feel about something, then mm. that's your angle. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the joke comes from the idea, right? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to start out as a joke. It starts out as an idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Because, well, the idea behind like having the two separate courses, the shit and the whatever, the flushing, that is the, the, the idea is, man, I think it's fucking ridiculous that they've separated these two courses because yeah. it's the same job. 
Yeah. So then you're like, well, if it's the same job, that's like. Yeah. And then exactly. So writing, I think writing down your opinion and your perspective helps you to write what you want to say because mm. then it's more cohesive. Otherwise, it is just a misdirect or something. Um, someone uh pointed out something very funny to me recently. Mm. Uh, someone pointed out how badly I need therapy. I thought uh, they pointed out how small your dick is or something. Well, actually, no, that didn't happen. I was complimented on my penis recently. Uh, thanks, mum. Thanks, mum. Um, actually, <laughs> I won't tell that story because it's it's kind of embarrassing. But um, this is something interesting that happened recently. This is kind of funny. And when I told my friend, they were like, dude, you... You were like, uh, you badly need therapy. And I'm like, no, I don't. Anyway, this is what happens. I so, the people that say they don't need therapy need it the most. Shut up. Um, but I say I don't need it either. So There you go. And you're fine. Um, but uh, Yeah, I just put women in my van. Yes. And that's my release. Exactly. The, the sweet release of death. So, I was having, uh, last week, I was having a particularly shitty day. Um, like... I, I just wasn't good. Like, uh, some things went tits up. Nothing that was, like, the worst, but, like, just shit that was very annoying at the time. And, you know, I was, like, really fucking hungering to get back on stage. Just, it wasn't a good day, right? Mm. And so, I was acting up around someone. And uh, this person I was acting up around with, like, I don't really like to let them know what, I'm, what I've got going on. Like, they're a family member. And yeah, I, don't okay. re- I don't really like to let them know what I've got going on in my personal life in terms of like, you know, relationships, work and, and other things like that. And so I just lied and said, oh, yeah, a friend uh, killed themselves recently. Mm. But that was a swindle. That was a swindle. Just, just to explain why I was behaving so shittily. So, wait, you made up a fake friend... I made up a fake friend that and killed themselves. Their their existence sucked, that imaginary friend. And they... They only existed to kill themselves. Yes. And then now they're gone. <laughs> yes. And they You've were- created a torturous situation for this imaginary person. Yeah. They ex- only existed in your mind for a moment yeah. to commit suicide. Yeah. And uh, the... Um, that... I told this to a friend because in hindsight, I thought it was very funny. And they were like, you would rather lie to someone about a friend killing themselves than talk about the hard time you're actually having. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And then they were like, you realize how fucked up that is? And I'm like, no, it's perfectly normal. (laughs) No, yeah. The more that you bury it, Mm. uh, the stronger you get. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The more that you can uh, hold on to these problems, the more powerful you become. You think that's why the Hulk is so powerful? He just presses his emotions down. Just down, down, and down, and down. Down, down, prices are down. Yeah, probably. Down, down, bust it down. Down, down, fuck, dick me down. Ugh. Okay, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, what were we talking about a second ago? Before that. The Hulk. The Hulk, yeah. Do you think... Uh, He's green. He's green. He's got a green thumb. He's got a green thumb. Where did that phrase come from? Uh, he's got a green thumb, meaning um, good with plants. I reckon probably uh, from the Hulk. Mm, 
I'm gonna go with no, but uh, his thumbs are green. Yeah, I often I used to not see the appeal in gardening. Now it's kind of growing on me. Oh, what a pun! What a pun indeed. Um, I never really liked cancer, but it's grown on me. Mm. Um, I never really liked dick, but it grew on me. Mm. Mm. I never really liked mold. Until it grew on me. <laughs> um, I never really liked... Actually, speaking of beard, I'm quite happy with this length of beard. What do you think? Yeah, I never really liked having a beard, but then it grew on me. Yeah. I never really... Oh, you know what's... Uh, you know the f- the only thing funnier than making fun of uh, a bald man? Uh, uh, no. Making fun of a bald man who can't embrace the fact that he's bald. Oh, yeah. So, there's this guy who comes into my bar. He's a regular. And everyone in there, including me, just rips on him for... Because he's, he's done that thing where he's got no sure hair on the top of his head. So, he's grown out his sides and he uses the sides to comb over the top. Dude, that's awful. Yeah. It's, just go bald. Just go bald. It actually is a good look. Bold? Yeah. It's a strong look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've committed. Yeah. You've committed and, and you're, you're not ashamed you're, of you're it. You're a man of action and you have no shame. Yeah. It's a good look, and it, I like what it represents. Yeah, there's, and there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with being bold. Johnny Sins is bold. Bruce Willis. Uh, Johnny Sins. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jason Statham. Uh, what's that? Uh, Johnny Sins. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, Idris Elba. Actually, he's not bold. Who's um, that? He's a black dude. Um, I like how your voice cracked in a weird way. He's <laughs> a black. <laughs> just like you were scared you were getting bashed or something. Uh, no, I, I had a cold last week. I'm feeling a ton better now. I'm pretty much recovered. I just got like... The Black Plague. Yeah, yeah. I turned down a booty call because I had a cold. Okay. Which is very unlike me. But I'm quite friendly with this particular booty call, so I don't... I don't want to. I don't want to hurt them or get them sick. So. Yeah, well, that's a good excuse. What to turn down a booty call? That you're sick. Well, it's an honest. I, is is that like? I didn't. I wanted to fuck this booty call. No, but I mean, it's a good excuse. Maybe you and I have a different idea. Oh, I feel like an excuse is something like. No, but isn't an excuse like a reason? Yeah. But that's the word I would use. It's like, that's a good reason. Because oh, excuse okay. feels like... You, you you say excuse when it's not a good excuse. You say excuse is the word when it's not a good reason to do something. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that... And that's not a criticization of your use of the word. That's just how my brain translates it. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a bit of an excuse. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I turned down a booty call, which was so unlike me. And I was very, very upset I had to do it because I really didn't want to. How upset? Um, Really upset. I really, really was looking forward to this route. Were you upset enough to create a fake friend that killed themselves? Yes. <laughs> yes. I was upset enough to make a fake friend up to kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the imaginary world must be fucked because lots of things happen in the world of imagination. Honestly, dude, like I feel 
I've got a great imagination. Because, like, all, all the crimes that happen up here, that no one can catch me. Well, like, I have a great imagination, but I don't, like, the things I imagine are not pretty. Hmm. Some of, actually, that's not entirely true. Some things are pretty, but, like, most of it's, like- Pretty fucked. I don't know. I, I feel like I romanticize the ideas of suffering because, I don't know, I feel like when you, I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like uh, it's only when you embrace suffering you kind of, like, do any good. You're going all Confucius and stroking your beard. Huh? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, yeah, can suffering- can suffering is that uh, the BDSM version of uh, Confucius? Mm, it could be. Does the word confusing come from Confucius? I think we talked about this a while ago. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Was he a confusing guy? Some of the shit he said was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because it was all abstract about trees and like leaves and tea. Uh, the leaf that falls in the pond will not uh, leave too big a ripple. And it's like the leaf that falls gently. Something like that. And then what does that mean? I have no clue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, no clue at all. 112, shall we go on to plugs? Yeah, may as well. Okay, still haven't pulled up the dates from the uh, Windmill and the Fremantle Factory show. There's sometime in July. Actually, I think the... You know what? I should be able to pull up the Windmill show pretty quick. I mean, let's 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 pull it up. Let's pull it up. I got uh, a spot at Port. C- I got a ten-minute spot at Port City on the fifth of July. So that's on a Wednesday. Um, one second. Um, that your approved manager application plays. Okay. Yeah. Uh, windmill. Updated invitation. Fourteenth of July, Friday, the fourteenth of oh, July. I'm on the same day. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, that'll be fun. You want to come for a drink after? Oh, we'll see. Mm. No, um, well, I might be working the next day. I'm not sure. I might see if I can tee up the Sizzle Reels boys uh, to do some uh, interviews, that street talk interviews that night. Would you be keen? Well, it's I don't know when I'm working. That's the problem. Well, like you don't have to commit to it, but I'll yeah. tee them up, bring a costume with you, and we'll go do it afterwards if you're keen. Yeah, I'll do it. Sweet. Um, yes. Well, it seems like I don't get told anything around here. Uh, right. This place. Um, what, you, what, at this new place you're working at? Yeah, until like the night before or maybe... A, well, with yeah this Monday thing that I accepted, it was a couple days before and that's why I was so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, um, I'm really looking forward to this windmill. Well, that last windmill show we did, like that... that uh, what was it? The Wrong Gong. The Wrong Gong. That was a really fun show. Yeah. It was, I, it was the last show I had for before my little break. And yeah, it was it was sensational. I had so much fun doing that. I need to still check with my boss that I can still get that night off, but I'm pretty sure it should be okay. Um, Mike Mai, the theater, RSS. Um, and then I'll pull up Brendan. Brendan Maloney. Okay. And then... Oh, shit. July 13th. So, I've got two shows in a week. And in a row, like two days. Yeah. Ooh, I'll be on fire. 
Mm. I'm going to be feeling good. The last show that I did at the factory was actually pretty good. Hayden Tuya was there and Jay Raymond were there. And good comics. Those guys are sick. I love them. Very nice guys. We should get Raymond on the pod. He said he'll do it. He, he said he'll do it. Um, it's just a matter of teeing up the time. We could even... I think he lives south. Maybe we, it'd be cool if we could just go to his house. I don't know. As in, like, I think he's like Rockingham or something. We could do that. You could yeah. drive down to mine, take my car the rest of the way. Yeah. yeah. And make it easy for him. Yeah, Otherwise, we could do I think that. he has to take the train. Yeah, we could absolutely do that. That's an option. <coughs> <coughs> oh, what a great way to end the pod. Thank you. Um... What else? Um, no, that's it. That's the end. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye.